Welcome back to the Just Begin podcast. It's Melly and uh, Barbara or Barbie, <laughs> however you. Feel I like call you Barbie, them. and it, I have to stop myself sometimes when I um, speak to other people, and I'm like, "Oh, Barbie," and they're like, "Who?" Because you're on social media, you're Barbara. Yeah. And when I speak to like the interns and stuff, I'm like, "Oh, Barbie." Barbie, Barbie, and I'm like, oh, and the, and I have to stop myself, and I'm like, oh, so Barbara is yeah. a creative partnerships editor. However, I call her Barbie. You feel free to call her Barbara, Barbie. Yeah, <laughs> it's always been a thing for me um, in professional and non-professional spaces. Um, so, hi everyone. My name is Barbara Barbie, <laughs> um, and uh, I. I'm the creative partnerships editor with Just Begin. Uh, thankfully, thanks to Mel, I was able to ascend from contributor to this position um, just because I really do believe in the mission and what we're working on and focusing on. And I mean, we'll get into this conversation a little bit about why is it that we've decided to do something like this on a more, what some may look as a uh, freelance or entrepreneurial startup project um I think considering the kind of personalities that Mel and I are it just seems like just fitting um and I will share also as well my journey with transitioning from a corporate setting to a more uh remote and um and or just like really startup setting collaborative um, yeah collaborative mm-hmm. setting um so to get into it and Mel definitely going to give you the mic after this mm-hmm. um I have a background in broadcast and digital journalism. I graduated from the University of Southern California in Los Angeles, and I am born and raised in Miami. So I am a native to the city um, up until I was 18. And then I've been in and out of Miami um, ever since. Uh, After being in the news industry for three years after college, I just decided to take a freelance, more of a self-employed type of approach to the industry. Um, I'm not currently right now, like really full-time working in what I studied, which is rather normal. You come to realize that after you graduated from, graduated from college, that you don't always use your degree in the most uh, linear way. So uh, what that means is like, for example, despite my full-time job being something completely different than what I am doing with Just Begin Magazine, um, it just comes to show that you could still do what you study or your passions um, in other capacities and in other ways that can eventually, this could eventually turn into a full-time, you know? Um, So that's a little bit about me. I'm also a star sign in Pisces and my birth chart is all over the place. So do not come at me because I don't cry easily. Um, <laughs> that is yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so Mel. Well, my name is Melissa, but you can call me Melly or Mel. One or the other, like Barbie says, she calls me Mel. Other people call me Melly. I typically go by Melly. However, I am the editor-in-chief of Just Begin, and um, funny enough is, I, funny how you said that we don't necessarily do the things that we study for that their degree is on. However, for me, when I graduated, I was not in writing or English, and that was what I have a degree in, um, in English with a specialization in professional writing. 
and I didn't find myself in that career at all when I graduated. I was in marketing and funny enough, I decided to open a, an event business. And um, I always go back to that because it really taught me a lot being in events because it was like time management, being super um, organized and you know managing events is like a whole thing. And it's one of the craziest industries ever. And I learned a lot, suffered a lot had to leave it and so I found my way back to my degree which is writing and um, my passion and I always saw myself eventually you know I would sometimes contribute to magazines and um, I saw myself wanting to open a magazine or just a creative outlet for writing because I really really missed that and I was so lost in like the hustle culture of marketing, um, media, and the events industry. And I, I really like kind of, I wouldn't say lost myself, but lost myself within it, like mm, pushed yeah. into it. And so um, now that I have just begun and, you know, getting to meet someone like Barbie and someone who's also passionate about writing and we're not necessarily in the same fields, but we um, now have come together and share a passion that is just begin. And so I, and I have found that a lot of people that we're working with, they're all like, I love, I used to write so much and I haven't had the chance. And um, it's like, it, it brings a smile to my face because I know what that's like. And yeah. I, I've, I've been so away from it and being brought back into that like writing world has been like such a great thing for me because there was a time I never wrote, like there was like a couple, two to three years that I didn't necessarily write like a, anything of my own will. So other than, you know, like work emails, <laughs> um, yeah. now that I have just begin, it's like my first real creative outlet that I get to, you know, have creative control over. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, um, even just talking about getting back into a passion that was once a how can I put it into what let's just say for lack of better words a degree mm -hmm. um, and then just losing yourself into something that then kind of almost in a way because you lost yourself you found yourself again into what was one what was once um this pipe dream right that I think a lot yeah. of us well especially for creatives I think um uh we we dabble in this very fine line of do I pursue it or do I not um and I think that's probably one of the reasons why and you and I share this in common about this whole divine timing of things and the spirituality of of life and what that has to bring um to to us as mm -hmm. as, as spiritual people um and so I really want to talk about how we met I think that's a story that a lot of um a lot of people don't really know about so um, feel free to interject on whenever you want. Um, yes. So we met on Instagram and like funny enough, like I, I guess I'll just be honest, you know, like I, I wouldn't say I was blowing you off, but I was just like never gave enough time to like make friends online. You know, like I just saw like that isn't a thing. I don't really make friends online. You know, like I just kind of just kept ignoring it. And then there came, we, I had posted about Port St. Lucie. And you were like, yeah. are you from there? And I'm like, yeah. 
are, are you? And you were like, my family lives there. And I was like, no way. And then we just got caught on to this yeah. conversation. Yeah. And funny enough, it was like the last week you were in Miami. Yeah. And you were like, let's go get coffee. And I was like, sure, let's go. And we went to go get coffee. And I think we were there for like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> we were there for a long time. We were there for a long time. And it's funny too, because the coffee shop that you had chosen, I like didn't realize how close it was to my doctor's office, mm-hmm. um, which was walking distance, may I add. And um, I think honestly, Mom, I had reached out to you like maybe like over a year. Yeah. Like, like stalkery or obsessive. No, no, not at all. Like it was just like we had we had like little communication here and there, but I yeah. never like kept the conversation going because, like I said, I was really, I never. It's so hard for me to make friends sometimes because I'm so in my own world and it's hard. Yeah. And now I've learned that like you need to be open to like networking and meeting people. And like mm-hmm. if I would have blocked myself off, I would have never. You know, we wouldn't have this. And who knows what like what could have been. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. So I feel like as a, something I learned is like being open to speaking to people and meeting new people. Cause I was just so closed off to that idea. I don't know why, but I just was, that's like a natural thing for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and I think that's also even just like a natural uh, response because of where we come from this being Miami. Cause mm-hmm. I've come to notice that that was something that when I was living there for two years, I felt like there was this sense of, and everybody says it. Cause yeah. whenever I talk about it, people are like on the same vibe and the same page. And I'm like, I, I'm so glad that we're on the same page, but why is no one doing anything about this? Mm-hmm. Which is the lack there of a community. And okay, let me be very clear about what I am saying. Cause I think to whoever listens to this podcast and might take me out of context. Um, so I do want to be clear about this. There is a community in Miami and it is very evident. There is a lot of pride about everybody and where they come from, from Latin America for the majority of, of, of Miami. Um, but then there's also, um, you know, a certain type of a stereotype of what it means to be from Miami, which I've heard it. If anybody has heard it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I never thought it would be so difficult to make friends. Um, cause again, I had left Miami when I was 18 and everybody from high school kind of either moved, did they, their lives were somewhere else. They had stayed. And if they had stayed, then they were still with the same high school people. And I, because I had left my life, my perspective on things evolved. And it is what it is when you just go around the world and you meet different people. And that honestly has an effect on you. I didn't realize it until I finally came back to Miami. Um, and while I was there, I was really urging for a sense of community and trying to maybe, well, I even downloaded Bumble BFF, which I think it's hilarious yeah. because everybody has like this really funny, oh my God, I have to tell you the story, but everybody has this really funny like stigma on make, making friends on an app versus like dating. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Um, I think you wanted me to tell the story, so I'm going yes. to. I remember meeting this, um, meeting just like matching with several girls on the app. And um, I only met one girl. And we hit it off on the first, like, I don't want to call it a date, but let's just say a friendship date. Um, and it was really nice. We met a couple of times, but I remember in one of the times that we hung out, she had told me, because I guess she wanted to introduce me to some other people that she knows. And she had told me, hey, like, just make sure that you don't tell people how we met. And I was like, Isn't what? that crazy? When she, yeah. when Barbie shared this story with me, I was like, what? 
like that is so it's so weird and but then I also think back to how I once was and like I was so nervous to meet people online and I'm like for me it's the opposite to Barbie so I was born in Miami lived there until I was like in the fourth third grade and then my parents decided to move my whole family to Port St. Lucie so that's like an uh, almost two hours away from Miami past West Palm very white town so but a lot of people from Miami at the time were moving to Port St. Lucie because you know living in Miami is super expensive so my family moved us there and um for me I came back to Miami and I had the stereotype of Miami people I was never Spanish enough for people in Miami and I was never white enough for the people in Port St. Lucie so I was like always in between I felt like I could never fit in with either or and so like when I would meet people who are from my who like lived in Miami their whole life know Spanish better than me and like grew up in the culture and I'm just like from Port St. Lucie but I I always say I'm from Miami but when people like like to correct me it's like no but you grew up in Port St. Lucie however I was in Miami almost every weekend with my family there but I didn't go to school there. So like Mm. I had a whole different upbringing than someone like you who, you know, went to school in Miami. Whereas for me, I went to school over there. It's like, it's a whole different demographic. And like I was saying earlier, it was never white enough and then was never Spanish enough. So it was like a weird thing because I'm not biracial. I'm I'm fully Cuban, Mm. but I grew up with like white people. (laughs) That's that's really your environment has a, a massive yeah. influence of it mm-hmm. um and but yeah I, I just think it's interesting like that was the response from her and kind of me having to follow along this made-up story on how we met and it was just a bit awkward that's awkward um, yeah yeah it was so awkward and I mean granted that friendship didn't really last <laughs> um <laughs> I would think yeah um it just what kind of start of a friendship is that to lie about how we met um because I know like you and I can easily just say how we met and it's not really like a, a, like a stigma or a taboo or something to be embarrassed about. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I mean, now look where it's gotten us and how we have our current relationship, which is like, it's, you know, we're friends, but we also have this professional relationship where we work together to bring every month a mm-hmm. monthly magazine edition online and talk to several people and build and foster relationships and continue to push the brand Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you had imagined that Mm -hmm. I didn't at all so I always when we first met like I never want to push people onto like everything that I'm doing right away so when we were when we were meeting that first like initial that's a and it's funny enough that's the first time that that's the first and only time me and Barbie have ever been physically in front of each other. Yeah. But it's so weird because I, I see you every day that I forget that that's like the only time I've ever like been face to face to you in yeah. like real life. Yeah. So it's so interesting, that whole aspect of it all. But um, I lost my train of thought now because I thought <laughs> when I said that. But um, I think it's interesting to note that I didn't want to push all that on you of like, hey, like this is just begin, like I be part of the team and like put all your effort into it and your energy. I it was like the very beginning stages of it. Cause what month did you leave? I met I left in July. 
Yeah, so we started just beginning June. It was only one month. So I met you a month into like the initial start of it all. And so I was telling you like my goals and what I'm thinking and and you were very like, okay, like breaking it down for me, like, oh, maybe this is and that and like giving me a ton of insight. And I was like, she's so knowledgeable in the matter. And like, you're very um, observant. I feel like that's a good way to describe Barbie, like very observant. And, um, yeah. and when you talk to her, she will give you a real response. It's not like some, you can talk to someone and they're like thinking about something else and like, just giving you like a very surface level answer. Whereas you did not give me any surface level. We, like I said, we spoke for almost three hours. Yeah. And you were just telling me about like different business ventures that you were in and what you were starting and how we can help each other. And you had clients at the time that we collaborated with. And so we like our, I feel like our professional relationship like grew very naturally. But as that was blossoming, our own friendship was blossoming, you know, like from speaking to each other so often that like, I, I see you're one of my, my most closest friends right now, which yeah. is so crazy. I've never, I've only spent one, one lunch with you. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. And yeah. so, um, and because I think what's very interesting with like the long, what you said, LDF, long distance friendship yeah. is that, when you're, when you have a long distance friendship, you have so many conversations that makes your relationship deeper. Oh, and so yeah. me and Barbie, when we speak like, okay, there's times where you're speaking like very surface, just work. But when we have conversations outside of work, it's like, it's more to a deeper level. We speak about intellectual things. We're talking about spirituality. Hey, did you read this book? And we'll like go on a whole tangent about the book. And like, we're having like real conversations. Whereas if you have a friend that's like down the street, you're, you're probably just talking about like what their day was, mm. nothing so deep. Whereas for us, I feel like why our friendship has, has grown so fast and like so much more, like I see that like you're like a real friend, you know, where it's because we have so many conversations that are not surface level. So I feel like that's something to take away for anyone who's listening. And I feel like a lot of people could, if you have long distance friendships that you can relate to this. Because Absolutely. you know what I mean? I may Absolutely. have went on a little tangent there, but. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's rather insightful that you say that. And I wonder if like the long distance is what has, I wonder if long distance would have even made a difference because it also can just depend on the person. But mm -hmm. I think it's a combination of both, I believe. Um, Cause I've made friends like that as well. Like I have a friend that I met once in 2016, randomly at a salsa bar club situation, there were people were just dancing. Met her once, and then the following year, like I was staying over her parents' house that summer, and I we always stayed in touch. And to this day, that was what five years ago, and we still stay in touch. And I don't really see her quite often, um, but I think it's just very telling that sometimes those are some of the friends that you like find to com yeah. uh, come to find out that tend to be the most mm -hmm. meaningful and impactful in your life yeah so and I think from moving on to like friendships that you had in childhood to as an adult it's so like that's like the whole thing now you know it's so hard to make friends when you're older when yep. um because you you we connect because we're on the same path right now and yep. we align in like our 
what we're doing, what our focus on, like we want to speak it to grow. And we're both in that phase of like discovery of like finding our passion. And cause we left, you know, like these careers that didn't really work for us and yeah. are now in this phase of life. Whereas when you have some friends from childhood, they're not in that, in that phase. And yeah. so it's hard to like, you know, build that friendship even more. It's like, you're at a halt, which is sad. Cause yep. you don't want that friendship to die, but yep. that's like the situations that I'm in now. And mm-hmm. so it's just interesting because it is hard to make friends when you're older, but I think it's only hard if you don't put yourself out there. And mm-hmm. because for me, like it was hard at first to like, it was easy to talk to you obviously, but it's like hard to like build like a real friendship again. Cause like, I forgot what that was like. Cause I just always had friends, you know, like these are my friends and my best friends forever. Whereas, and then now there's like, oh, I haven't spoken to her in so long. I wonder why, like, what is it? And then when now I have, like when you start building these new friendships and you and I, where we speak so often and cause obviously we work together, but outside of that when we speak to each other it's like very intentional because we don't get to see each other mm-hmm. whereas someone like we live in the same city but we don't even see each other and I feel yeah. like I see you all the time it's very know, weird it's, it's odd I don't know I don't know why that's the case um I don't know why yeah. I really wish I had the answer to that um but it, I think this just should, should just prove to the listeners that this is a a further testament really to um, be open-minded with who you meet. Um, I know it's a little creepy um, <laughs> to just like randomly start forming a relationship with somebody online, but what difference is that to online dating? And yeah. a lot of people have normalized that. Yeah. I really want to make that clear. Um, That's how I met my boyfriend. We met on yeah. Bumble. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. see, and that, and that, and that, that's normalized versus like making friends online. Why I know. Is that? Why is that? I actually living in, living here in Germany, most of the friends that I've made here have been because of Facebook groups, you know, of like, like-minded girls or like-minded individuals and, and then meeting in person, then working out. And that's how I've been able to build this little community here. But for example, being in Miami, like, I don't know why, but that's not a thing. And I tried and it just wasn't a thing. Um, yeah. It, I, I feel like there's a lot of ego in Miami. So there's just ego. And um, it's like, if, if, you, if you don't get, if, if they don't get something out of you, like there's no, what's the point of the friendship? You know, there's like a lot of like, they meet people to get other places. And that's kind of the way it is. Yeah, which kind of sad. Which is sad because, I mean, for me, like I have found as, being older like I really miss having like a whole group of friends like having like a group a community whereas like because growing up I always I was in sports so like I always had like my girls and like I was in so many different little social groups Mm. that I just was always around people whereas Mm. now since I wouldn't say I'm isolated but I work from home and I have to be at home for work and I have a relationship now which that's a whole other story of like when you get into a relationship, for some reason, when a, a, a woman gets into a relationship, that means they can't have any friends, apparently. Yeah, and that's not the case. Which is not the case, but I, I have found that other women see it that way. And that's the reason that friendships die. 
when it comes to that. So that's a whole different thing though. Maybe we could write an article on it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But um, to keep into like the topic of this conversation, like long distance friendships, is that um, I think what makes us really work is that we, we keep like, how am I trying to say this? Like we communicate very well and we have boundaries with each other. I know when Barbie wants to be spoken to, I know like where she wants to be spoken to. Like if it's, if we talk on Slack, it's about work. If we're talking on FaceTime, it could be obviously about work too, but personal chatting. And we can be like, hey, like I want to talk to you about something personal. Do you have 10, 20 minutes to talk to me? Like we're very like, I want to say like not honest where it's like, mindful. Yeah, mindful. (laughs) Mindful of each other like, hey, like, do you have time to talk? Or like, maybe some days I'm like, Barbie, I really don't have the energy right now. Like, I'm dealing with so much stuff at work, but like, tomorrow, let's talk, you know, and you're okay with that. Whereas some people in life where they're like, oh, you don't have time for me. You're not a real friend, you know? And that's so sad. Like, that's not what I want. And I like that this friendship is very like, mindful, respectful. I feel like respect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a big thing. I think that's what makes us work. And I think also just like, again, like, because we are like minded people. I mean, you and I have our differences, because I mean, we're two different people, but we have, when it comes to like the core morals and beliefs that Mm -hmm. we stand for, which I think is the most important when building whatever kind of relationship, in this case, friendship is important to know and to a top and something that you touched upon earlier about childhood friendships. Uh, look you know growing up in Miami you would think that I would have a ton of friends and I mean I did but then I left and I came back and um, those friendships not just like because I left and then they all just you know said peace it was just because when I left and I started coming back and forth you know because I would always come at least twice a year um, back to Miami from Los Angeles and people were making comments about how I've changed and uh, just like all these like negative that's a big observations statement. you've changed it's like that's a good thing yeah. <laughs> yeah it, but it always felt like a negative observation that was being thrown in my face and I was like why and um that just comes to show that it doesn't even have to align on a professional level but even on a personal level if somebody isn't meeting you at your level of evolution mm-hmm. and it's a sad reality to accept it's okay yeah um because I've had to go through a lot of friendship breakups and those are actually probably one of the worst. I think they're the worst they're worse than like an actual romantic breakup because I feel like I don't know why but it's much easier to move on from like a guy girl whomever you are of interest in a romantic sense um much easier to let that one go versus a friend I do not know blow is yeah I totally agree like all the friendship breakups that I've been through and it's not that many but like it's it's always like with like a super best friend yeah we do everything together and like when that friendship is over it's like like you lose it of a lover half of yourself like I don't know it's so weird because you're with that person so much yeah yeah, and like thinking like that phase of life is is over like that friendship is dead unfortunately like and it wasn't it's not what you wanted Right. But, but it happens and but it happens. it's okay. It's truly okay to make peace with that and move on and just say it was just a chapter in my life. Yeah. Um, so. Which you have to get to. Like it's obviously really sad at first, but you yeah. just have to accept it. 
and you know maybe things will change in the future but as of right now like that's where I'm at too and it, like you said like I feel like when you're at this phase of life and I feel like since we're both very spiritual and mindful we're aware of what people we want around us like emotions the energy like we don't want people that aren't at that level you know or they're not bringing that to the table like I don't want to hang around negative people I don't want to like be around someone that's you know doesn't believe in what I do or is like doubting me in any way like whereas what I love about you is like we're always supportive of each other and we like believe in each other you know and I feel like that's such a huge thing and that's and that and for some reason that's hard to find (laughs) is people that believe in you and like Mm-hmm. Um, aren't envious or that aren't envious and authentic yes for sure and so yeah but yeah I feel like people can learn from this and like just be be open to making friends online and that's what we hope to do with just begin as well as like having that community and you know if I feel like if you go to just begin and you see who likes it who's liking the posts who's commenting you can know that that person, if you can relate to us, just know that that person that is commenting and liking, they also can relate to that. So you two have a relation, have a re- have something in common. If you are in this, like, um, what am I trying to say? Like, if you just begin, we're all about, you know, like positivity, being mindful. Uh, we talk about, you know, pursuing your passions. And so the people that we attract, are those kind of people who believe in that as well. So I feel like keep that in mind when, you, when you're seeing that within our community, because those are the people that we're attracting. So if you're looking for that, you can find that with us. Hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think on that note, um, yes. everyone tune in for the August edition um and well all the other editions as well yes <laughs> um and we are having some great content that is coming your way the team is expanding and i uh, cannot wait to see what um ha- what is in store for us moving forward mm-hmm. what else you want to add on that one yes so um stay tuned for the august edition and um, i'm very excited for the changes that are happening will just begin when it comes like eternally of how we're building our team and we're really trying to build out you know, topics and um, things that we are very passionate about, such as mental health, sustainability. I'm really bringing that to the forefront and offering the best, you know, um, articles when it comes to that and providing you that information. And so um, stay tuned for the August edition. And we have a lot of other podcasts coming out with very interesting people that we featured in the past and some new people that we haven't spoken to. And so, um, yeah, and you could also buy a yearly subscription to just begin. And um, what we say is subscribe to support. Um, we are a small business. We're trying to expand and we ha- we really want to give back. So every issue we um, give back to a cause. So for our July edition, we are giving um, back to Neighbors for Neighbors um, for their Surfside Victim Fund. And so that's what we're doing this month. It's very close to home for me and Barbie, um, the tragedy that happened here in Miami. 
And every month we'll be giving to a different nonprofit organization. So that's why I, I call it subscribe to support because you're also helping a, a small woman own business grow as with well creatives. as yeah with creatives and giving back to you know local nonprofits um, not only in Miami we obviously want to expand to other nonprofits but you know we're 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 reaching out to what is in front of us and what is presented to us at the moment and yeah. is in June we um you know we had clean Miami Beach which we have speak, spoken to Sophie before we have a YouTube video with her um so yeah that's kind of what's happening um you're gonna see us I I'm so I'm so excited to like in a year or two to look back and see like how much the growth is gonna be and just like looking at the Instagram like the website and like thinking like oh my god like how like how we went from that to like what we're gonna be you know oh yeah 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 I so, mean look at, look at a year ago and look at us now so yeah I'm really excited to watch us grow and yeah I couldn't do it without Barbie. So thank you, Barbie. <laughs> couldn't do it without you. Without you, this idea would not be a thing. So yeah. But yeah, um, I hope everyone listening took away some knowledge from this. And, you know, our, I feel like my biggest, the biggest takeaway is being open and just beginning, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never know who you might meet. <laughs> oh, ah, damn. I should have said that. You never know who you might meet. So just I had to I had Just to drop like that. ASMR. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening up and stay tuned for the next episode.